to his promises in that. And I'm just going to jump right on in tonight. Um, I want to speak to you about developing a prophetic lifestyle. And I think that's really kind of taking one step further. Um, Pastor Catherine laid such a beautiful foundation for us last night um, about prophetic protocol and um, how to be safe and to be found trustworthy uh, in the prophetic. Um, But tonight I want to talk about, okay, now that we know um, the parameters for that, um, how do we develop uh, the prophetic in our lives further? And um, I think it's really exciting. It's a, a joy and a gift. And so first and foremost, I want to say um, that intimacy with God is integral to the prophetic. Pastor Catherine did touch on this um, last night, but it's so true. And I want to make the following statement to you, and it is this. As a son or daughter of God, it is natural for you to hear the voice of your father, to know the voice of your father. As a son or daughter of God, it is natural for you to hear and know the voice of your father. Um, John 10.5 says, My sheep hear my voice, and as strangers they do not follow. And I love that. That's beautiful. That means that we can know the voice of God, know his heart, and to the point where when we're hearing from him, we know without the shadow of a doubt that it's God. When Jesse calls me, I don't need a caller ID to know that it's his voice. Why? Because I'm in conversation with him because I've listened to his voice for a number of years now. And so it's very easy to go, that sounds like Jesse. I don't need to be, I don't need a question. Is that Jesse? Am I hearing Jesse? Was that his voice? I don't know. No, I know because I've been in relationship with him. I've been in um, conversation with him. I know how he thinks. I know how he walks. I know how he talks. And so even when it comes to weighing a prophetic word, it's very easy to be able to distinguish whether you're hearing from God or whether someone who's giving you a word has heard from God um, because you recognize his voice. You recognize the sound. Like, oh, wow, that sounds like him. Oh, that doesn't quite sound right to me. If someone was to call me and say, um, Pastor Catherine has asked you to... um, before the prayer meeting today, to run around the mountain 10 times and then stand on your head for three days and then we'll pray, I'd go, no, that doesn't sound like Pastor Catherine because I know her voice. I know her heart about prayer. I know how she thinks about the prophetic. Does that make sense? So you very quickly can distinguish somebody, his character, um, because you know him, you've been intimate with him. He, he's, been, he's kind, he's loving, he's always steadfast, always secure. So he's not going to give you a word about instability. Because it's not who he is. And so it's very easy for you to know then through intimacy whether you're hearing right, whether you're hearing correctly. And that encourages me heaps because I know very quickly, ah, oh, yes, that's God. And the more you do it, the more regular his voice is and the more familiar it is. And also, um, on that, it's so important that in your everyday that you're hearing the voice of God for yourself. You can't expect to be able to, well, I feel, to be able to give out of an overflow if you're not actually hearing and receiving love for yourself first. If you're not actually, each morning I'm expecting when I wake up that I'll have a thought or a song or a scripture 
or a picture or like you're kind of in that dreamlike state and it'll talk to you or perhaps I've had a dream in the night. But I'm always, my expectation is to wake in the morning um, having heard from him or hearing for him for the day because it actually leads me into encounter with him. And so this morning I woke up with the song, I love you, I love you, I love you and my heart will follow wholly after you. And so then I go, okay, this is my starting point for today. I love you, I love you, I love you. And then go and build from there. And it's such a beautiful, organic way, again, just to get to know him. And it's fun because it's new and it's exciting and it's different every day. And he always has something wonderful to say. And that's my favorite thing about him. He always has something beautiful and encouraging to say about his kids, just like parents would. Um, like, I just think Lucy is the most wonderful thing in the world. <laughs> and you couldn't, you couldn't convince me otherwise. And she hasn't ever been able to do anything for me. And, um, and I just love her. And so um, you can expect then that the Father's heart is just so for you and that you don't need to do anything for him in return for his love. But you just get to say, like a child, thanks, Papa, thanks, Dad, and receive all the love that you need available every day. Anyway, that was a bit of a side note, but um, intimacy, it's so, it, to me, it, it's central to the prophetic. It's so central because out of that abundance of love is what we're able to minister out of. If, I don't, if I'm not feeding on love my, for myself personally, I'm giving out of, you're almost like giving out of a, a lack, and we don't want to do that. We want to give out of an overflow. We want to give out of an overflow of love, an overflow of his goodness, an overflow of his kindness, and, um, and, a, and a generous heart, a generous spirit. And I think you can, again, you can just very tell quick, you can tell very quickly um, if you're hearing right <laughs> and what spirit you're ministering out of um, when you open your mouth. You can tell very quickly um, what you're feeding on. And so we want to be feeding on love every day, all the time, just for ourselves. It's so yummy. Um, so that was number one. Number two, um, so I've kind of got a few points because I felt like the Holy Spirit actually really clearly gave me five points for you tonight. Um, so number two is to turn aside. And this is something that Pastor Catherine teaches. Um, can we please have a look at Exodus chapter 3, verse 1 to 5? And would someone like to read that? To all of us. Yes, awesome. Exodus 3, 1 to 5, please. Now Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian. And he led the flock to the far side of the desert and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. There the angel of the Lord appeared to him in flames of fire within a bush. Moses saw that though the bush was on fire, it did not burn up. So Moses thought, I will go over and see this strange sight, why the bush does not burn up. When the Lord saw that he had gone over to look, God called to him from within the bush, Moses, Moses. And Moses said, here I am. What I love about that passage, I think it's in about verse 3, it says, so Moses went and looked. So Moses didn't say, oh, cool bush, and kept walking. No, he turned aside. And then from out of the bush, out of the flame, God began to speak to him. So the prophetic's an invitation, and there are invitations exploding every day, everywhere, all the time. And it's up to you um, to take a hold of them. So you can turn aside as much as you want. 
you can have as much of the prophetic in your world as you'll let in. So, for example, for tonight, this is a good example. Um, Jesse had, I don't know if you guys know this, Pumper currently have AFL teams on their water bottles. So I picked one out of the bag, and it, and it said power, and Jesse went, oh, that, one, that one's mine. And I was like, oh, but I, I, want, like, I want the power tonight. Like, and, um, and so I was like, oh, okay, I put it in, and the other one was crazy. I was like, nah, I'm taking the power. <laughs> so, so you can invite him into, and you might go, oh, that's just a bit silly. Well, but you, you kind of, you empower what you believe, and what you expect to manifest in your world is what you receive. And so if I expect that the Holy Spirit's going to pour out with power tonight, that's what I'm going to receive. And so if it means that that's the water bottle that I'll be drinking, that's the water I'm drinking of tonight, I'll take that as an encouragement for myself, but also a sign from him that that's what he wants to do tonight. Um, it's like a, when you buy a new car, all of a sudden you see that car everywhere on the road, right? It's like, we, we're so blessed, we just were able to get a new car, and, um, which is very nice for Lucy and for me, because I can drive in a new car, it's really nice. But they're everywhere. I was just like, where do all these cars come from? And it's because the reason you see them is that you become aware of what you possess. And so when, you're, um, when you recognize um, the prophetic is what I'm cultivating in my life, what, I've, um, what I'm feasting on and what I I'm, what I'm have a hold of, that's when you, what you'll see manifest around you as, you as you're in intimacy with the Father and as you receive giving out, as you receive giving out. And then it's like everywhere it's alive and it's so encouraging. And so you can... It, he will be as involved in your life as as much as you will let him, as far as the prophetic goes, from your clothing to your dreams to, um, you know, the numbers on a plane, hotel room, street signs, number, I think I said number plates, but, you know, everywhere. And, and I'm very intentional in certain areas of my life um, with what I'll with what I'll buy and with what I wear. And, um, and, I, and I love it. It's fun. And it's not a, like, a controlling thing, and if I don't do this... Like, no, it's, it's not about that. It's just like, hey, this is an invitation. This is what I'm, I feel like you're calling me to steward, and so I'm believing that I'm walking in authority, and so I'm going to wear that hat today as a representation of that new authority you've given me. And so it's just as simple as that, but it's all fun and it's all love. And so there's no pressure on it, but I just think... It's, it's fun when we get to see him speak in the detail of our world. And it's not just for us, but it's for other people too. And that's super duper exciting. And I'm so excited. I got, so before, Lucy's nine months old, and before I was pregnant, I used to run quite a lot. And um, so I was really passionate, like, had, like, red, these red Nikes, they're so awesome. And because, you know, red goes faster and fire on your feet and for the nations and all that kind of great stuff. So I felt like this past week, like, oh, I think I might like to go for a run again. Like, I think that I haven't run for a very long time. I think I might like to run. And um, I was like, I need new running tights. That would be really nice. And so, like, no, I don't just pick any. <laughs> like, I pick the ones that say... Um, Run fast, live fearless on the inside. Like, no one else will ever see that, but it's just for me knowing that in my life, like, we run fast. In the spirit, we go full steam ahead, and we live without fear. We live about without, um, you know, fear of man, fear of containment, fear of rejection, fear of the future. No, we go ahead. We run strong, fearless after the call of God. And again, it's not, 
something you have to do, but why not? And why not let him into every part of your world? He, I, he wants to be involved if you'll let him. He loves to. He loves to. He lo- I, like, he loves to, and I love the prophetic. And I love giving it weight and giving it space in my world. And so that leads me to the point of stewardship. And so I don't, obviously don't take it lightly, um, but in a, in, a, in a fun sense of the word, I really value the prophetic, truly. And I believe Mark touched on it so beautifully, like what a wonderful opportunity we have to steward it well and to um, love others well through the prophetic and, and for the prophetic to be known as a place of comfort and integrity and for it to have longevity. And I'm really passionate about that. And, and that's why we run school, schools of the prophet. So, yes, prophetic schools, um, to equip you, but also so that we know, like, as a team moving ahead, that the prophetic continues to be, um, and continue, continues to advance, but continues to be a place of safety and a, and a wonderful gift to the body of Christ. Um, and so, so it is so important, I, I, I digress a little bit, but it is so important that when you're ministering to someone, that you are in that place of intimacy, because you're, like... If you're speaking as a representation of the Father, you want, you've got to be careful what he says to his kids because he only has good things to say about them. That's what I think, you know, all the time. And so, so you be, I'm just going to be bold, you be careful because as Mama Kay would say, you're touching the apple of his eye and people are so precious to God and the prophetic is not about us. I love it in my life, but ultimately it's for people to encounter Jesus. And so you better make sure they're encountering the real Jesus. You better make sure that they're encountering love and they're encountering truth. Otherwise, we're just wasting our time. You know, what's the point otherwise? And I think, um, well, I I don't think that I know that this is um, important to his heart because he's all about people. That's why we're here. We're here to win the nation, right? Right? Right, so and we're here to win the top end. So 2% of the, pop, of the Australian population live in the Northern Territory. We can win that. We can win 2%. And so if it's through um, the maturing of the prophetic in our life, so we can minister to others powerfully in it, take a seat, Sam. Woohoo! Yes, so stewardship, that is. So practice, practice, practice. As Pastor Catherine mentioned last night, the gift grows by reason of use, and we can practice the prophetic daily. Daily, that's all, that's all it, it is. It's just inviting him into every area of your world, and it's fun because he's the one who sets our souls on fire. And so if you're hearing his voice, it's like this awakening every day to love and to truth and to good works. And as we steward the prophetic, we can grow in it, and then he can trust us with more of it. Faithful in little, Luke 16, 10, as we're faithful in little, we can be faithful with much. And so if you're faithful in your little word, your one word like we practiced last night that grows into something else, he can trust you with more and more and more. And if you're faithful to hey, give the word that you heard for the, the man in the coffee shop today. And then he says, you know, you're the, th- today, you're the third God person who's told me I was going to do something great with my life. And I was so, cl- but I was so close to dismissing it. I said to him, like, you know, we were on our way out and I sort of said, oh, Tim, will you be here tomorrow? 
because I thought, oh, I'll just do it tomorrow. And he said, no, I won't. And I thought, okay, it's time to be obedient. That's my fourth point, obey. Um, obedience to the Holy Spirit is so the key because as you can show him that you're faithful with little, he'll entrust you with much. You're faithful, you know, with when someone comes and asks you for a word, you're just willing and ready to give, ready to give Sunday in, Sunday out, midweek in, day in, day out, and he can trust you with so much more. In my house, in my house, um, growing up with my wonderful parents, um, Mum used to say, we obey immediately, cheerfully, and completely. Immediately, cheerfully, and completely. And I've, I love to follow that concept when it comes to the Father and the voice of God because it means that you're saying yes. You're saying yes. There's no room for no. <laughs> you're being obedient. And when we're obedient, we know that we're not going to miss those opportunities there's opportunities that he wants to give to people and, and love them with and change their world with and change their life with. And it's so important and that we do so immediately. Cheerfully is great. I love because cause I remember thinking as a kid, like, okay, I'm doing it, but I don't feel happy about it. And you'd kind of be like, and mum would be like, are we being cheerful? And I'd be like, I'm being cheerful. Um, but what I love about the Holy Spirit is a little bit different. Um, because when, cause there's such a beautiful um, joy that comes in obedience, isn't there? When we know that we're obeying, that we're in the will of God, even if it's in a, a, perhaps a small thing, um, there's such a joy that comes. So it's not a begrudging thing. Um, it's a joy to obey him because he's steps of the way of life. So why would we not obey? He knows better. You know, his ideas are far away ours. He's, as Mama Catherine would say, I quote Mama Catherine a lot because she's my favorite speaker. Um, but he's a lot smarter than I am. And so why wouldn't I do it his way over mine? And so when it comes to the prophetic, um, it's the same, same, same thing. Um, and I remember, this was so cool, um, hearing Stacey Campbell preach once. And she gave this example of, about obedience. And she said, you know, she talked about a mother walking into, you know, the lounge room and the kids playing and saying to them, Oh, it would be really great today if you could clean up your room. Cool. And, and walking away. And then coming back in the afternoon, you know, noticing that the rooms are still untidy, the kids are still playing, and just coming in again saying, hey, I'd really, really, really appreciate it if you could make your bed, um, sorry, if you could clean up your room before the end of the day. And then bedtime coming and coming in, noticing that the rooms are still unkept, and saying, Hey, kids, and maybe a little more stern in her voice, a bit more serious, I would really appreciate it if you could make your beds or, like, tidy your room before you go to bed tonight. And then the night passes, and she comes back in the morning, and the room's still a mess, and actually, you know, quite sternly and firmly saying, clean up your room now. And she said, wouldn't it be beautiful in our response to the Father if, if we just obeyed the still, quiet voice? Hey, kids, could you clean up your room? I just thought, wow, that just hit me like a hammer. I just thought, wow, that's so powerful. Like, obedience is so key to, I believe, to being found faithful in the prophetic. Um, because, as, as, like I said earlier, as you're faithful with little, he can entrust you with much. And he'll show you more, and he'll give you more, and he'll open up more to you. And... What I love about 
places like School of the Prophets, um, within our, you know, um, home groups or midweek meetings um, in, within a church context, is that they're really safe places to practice. Um, they're really beautiful places to be able to say, like, I'm hearing this and getting feedback from your friends. Like, does that sit right with you? Like, did that make your heart come alive? Like, I, when, I, when I go, like, when I prophesy, like, I'm going after the word that's going to, like, change their life. Like, I want to hear the, you know, the word Psalm talks about all the days ordained for me were written before one of them came to be. And so he wrote a book about your life. And so I believe that we can read from that book in the prophetic and declare the destiny over people and even pull them into that and awaken it for them. And so why people tend to respond the way they do, if people have an emotional response or um, just get totally blasted by the Holy Spirit, is generally because their spirit is resonating with it because you've read the you're reading the book about their life. Like, it's outstanding. It, like, Daryl Crawford Marshall teaches about this. Um, but we can so tap in to what God has for people's lives and give them a word that, like, they'll never be the same. Has anyone ever re- feel like they've received a word like that? Yeah, a few of you. I definitely have. Like, you're just never the same. It's like you can't live like you used to. Not that you're living badly, but you just can't live like you used to live. And it's something inside of you that is um, awakened when it's like, it's like someone's put their finger on it and your heart and your dream and your passion comes alive. And it's generally something you've always known was in there, like you've known it. And the, heart, the God's revealed it to you, the Holy Spirit's revealed it to you. And he's partnering in the prophetic with someone else just to pull it out of them. And um, and I just think, wow, what a privilege and what a joy that we get to do that. So feel free, like, um, you know, to believe for big things for people when you pray for them. Like uh, Pastor Catherine so beautifully, so I'm just going to have a drink. So. A power drink. Drink of power loading. Power loading. Not power lifting is not my forte. Except Lucy, she's kind of big, but... The boys, oh my goodness, Jesse and his friends, they lift some power. Anyway, um, <laughs> yes, so I'm sorry, I'm sidetracked now. I was like, what was I? Yeah, thank you, Carter, thank you. Um, so we're believing for big things when we go after the things of the spirit, when we go after something in the prophetic. And it's not, again, it's not like an intimidating thing, but um, he's a good father who has something wonderful to say about his children all the time. And I used to find, and we're going to, I hope, talk about prophetic evangelism more. Um, Holy Spirit. Maybe we'll talk about it tonight, actually. I'll touch on it in a little while. We'll talk about prophetic evangelism, which I'm really excited about. So we'll come back to that in a sec. I'll save that little thought. Um, next thing when it comes to developing a prophetic lifestyle is developing a servant heart. So if, if you see the prophetic as an opportunity to serve others and to give it away, you'll, get, you'll find that there's lots of opportunities. Because, like I said, he always has something nice to say about, not just something nice, but something wonderful to say all about his, ki- about his kids. And so if you're just faithful, like Sunday on the prayer line after Sunday... I reckon I've probably given a lot of prophetic words now, and it's a joy. It really is. I love it. It's such a joy. Um, but if you're just faithful to have a word ready to pray and to love people through it, 
um, you'll be surprised at how much more he gives you. And Pastor Catherine again spoke about Daniel last night. He looked and he saw. And he looked and he saw. And he looked and he saw and he saw until the end of the age. That's pretty, that's some pretty good looking. That's outstanding. And so he wants to open up so much more for us. And if we are faithful in the little, he can increase our capacity to receive more. That being said, length does not equal anointing necessarily. You know, um, sometimes that's why last night I asked you to get a single word. Because sometimes like a single word is all that you need. And I think if, we, if we're genuine about loving people and we know that we're loved by the Father, we don't need to give a rambling word if that's not what he's saying. If we're secure enough in who he says we are, then we should be able just to give one word if that's all we hear. And we don't need to impress people with the length of words or, or anything like that. Um, but just knowing like, hey, this is the truth and this is what the Father says undiluted, I think that's beautiful. I think there's so much power in that. And I think I'd prefer to give like a 10-second word that like rocks their world and like, you know, causes an earthquake than, you know, a minute word that was kind of like, ho-hum. And was, and it was, oh, it was nice. Like, no, like, ugh, going after it, you know? Going after the truth, going after the word that he's giving. And again, even in your stewardship of that, like, I write down and record everything, like everything. <laughs> and I have a journal and I have a prophetic journal. And so I put everything into my journal and then the ones that really stand out as I go back over, make it into my prophetic journal. Because it's like, it's just agreeing with um, the words spoken over me, the words that the Father has spoken over my life, coming into agreement with that. And it says, you know, go, wage war the, with the, the words given to you. So it's really powerful to use the word as a weapon. I know Pastor Catherine, I love this about her. She puts prophetic words that she has on audio into her playlist. And so randomly, like, the prophetic words over her life, like, come, onto, come through her computer, like, as she's worshipping, listening to music. Isn't that awesome? I love that. It just reminds, it keeps, like, the vision in front of you. It reminds you what he's called you to and what you're going after. And so I love reading my prophetic journal. And I love listening to the prophetic words, even if perhaps you're, you know, it's just good to remind you who you really are. Yeah. Really good to remind you like, oh, you thought you were Sarah. You're a giant, man. Like, it's really good to remember that some days. Really wonderful. And so, I would encourage you, steward your words well. Like, don't let any word fall to the ground. And don't take it lightly, this beautiful gift that we've been given. It's such a privilege. And I know I've said that, but I feel like I can't um, emphasize it enough. Um, the prophetic, it's hearing the voice of God is central to the Christian faith. I feel like, you, like every, we're all called to hear the voice of God. And for you to know your father's voice on a day-to-day basis is central and integral to maintaining your um, intimacy and your connection with him. So you have to be hearing for yourself. Just, you know, his whispers of love every day. Every day. And it's unreal. And then it makes it very easy to hear for others as well. So yeah, it's fun. So you've got to be, like, be careful what you say about me because I'll, about what you say because I'll just 
eat it up and say, you're like, oh, God, what are you saying? And then it, it's really fun because it's almost like it's a, we prophesy in part. And so when someone comes and they give you like a piece of the puzzle and you steward it, and then a couple of months later, someone might give you another piece or a couple, sometimes it happens within days. And then all of a sudden you have this picture of something that wasn't even on your radar. That's the power of the prophetic. You can seriously like shift people um, into different seasons. You can shift people into destiny, which is why it's such, like with great power, with great power comes great responsibility. So we have a responsibility in our communication with others that we're communicating well, but also recognizing, whoa, what a gift this is to the body and what a joy to carry it. Are you excited? I just love the prophetic. I love, love, love it. I could talk about it all day long. I feel like I grew up in a school of the prophets and then I met Pastor Catherine and it just went to a, a whole new level, a whole new place. It was outstanding. Um, and so I want to talk quickly about um, prophetic evangelism because um, I, I have a feeling that a lot of you will enjoy this. And I know that you are passionate about evangelism. Yes? Yes, about winning, the, winning people to Jesus. And what, what I love about um, using the prophetic uh, in evangelism is that, like, you can go right to the heart, right to the heart of the matter. And then if you can tell somebody something that they've ne- about their life that they've never told anyone before and then give a solution to it or a redemptive word to it, that will change their life, really. And, um, excuse me. And so when it comes to evangelism, first and foremost, be obedient. So if you hear the prompting of God to talk to someone, just do it. And I used to be so concerned about what if I pick the wrong person? But we believe that the father always has something beautiful to say about his kids. So you can pick anybody. Like it takes the pressure off, doesn't it? I mean, there are times that he specifically says, you know, that one. And that, that does happen a lot. But take the pressure off yourself to like, you know, like, oh, is it him? Is it not? Like, is it me? Should I, shouldn't I? Like, yes, good idea. Go for it. Go for it. And he'll, un- he'll show you keys and unlock things for you. And, and just some, can I just share a couple of practical things with you? Can I tell you what I do when I speak to someone on the street? So this is like today. So sometimes if you were to say... There's nothing wrong with this, but I, this is just not how I tend to do it. Um, you, you, if you say to someone, I have a message from God for you, essentially you do, and that's great. But, I, but what we have found is that a lot of people may have preconceived ideas about God and around religion. And so if you say to them, like, I have a message from God to you, they may not be so open to receiving that message, especially if they believe that God is an, is an angry um, man on an anthill ready to smite you angry kid on an anthill, you know. Um, so what I like to do is I just say, um, you know, I introduce myself always. Even in a church setting, I always introduce myself. Um, and I say, um, yeah, hi, I'm Sarah. Um, I'm a seer. And I can see people's past, present, and future through the power of the Holy Spirit. And would you mind if I have a look um, at your life for you and tell you um, what the Father says? And they go, Yeah. Like, they never say no. They never say no. 
And because, especially this generation, like people are hungry and people are looking for a supernatural experience, honestly. And so like, especially today, the, the guy, Jesse, he was amazing. He sat down and he was like, oh yes, I'm open to anything. Like, well, I'm glad that you talked to me today. Like, you know, if he's open to anything, like, you know, hear from God for your life. Um, and so it really is such a beautiful, like, I, my experience has been a really great inroad when we just kind of drop a bit of that Christianese language in that environment and, um, and really just take time with people and to love them. And, and what I love about, and now I'm jumping around a little bit, I'm sorry, um, we'll come back to something. Remind me to talk about the Bible. Um, what I love about um, the prophetic in, in that scenario is that I love to speak scripture over them, but they have no idea that I'm doing. So I often will include before I finish. So I'll, I'll, I always look for a word, like Pastor Catherine said, for a, a prophetic word to be prophetic. You need a word of knowledge, um, a word of wisdom, a word of prophecy, and a word of wisdom. And so, um, so I look for that word of knowledge, and it might be, oh, and I always say to them, um, this isn't to embarrass you, you know, because some people think like, oh, they're going to tell me what I've done wrong, and she's going to see. If she can see things about me, what's she going to see? So I always say, it's not to embarrass you, like God only has good things to say about you. He loves you. And that, tech, that, that sort of pulls, pulls their walls down a little bit as well. Um, and so we can see something about them, um, a word of uh, knowledge and then a prophetic word about what he wants to do in that situation or what he wants to heal from their past, and then a word of prophecy, what he's going to do with their future. Then, because, because people are so open, and generally by this stage, if they're really with you, they're like with you, you know? And so I say, I'm just going to release a spiritual blessing. I just, most, I just tell them, I'm going to release a spiritual blessing over you, and then I quote scripture. So much power in the word of God. His word is like... There's nothing, there's no more powerful force than the Word of God. And so if I get that in there, and it's so much more eloquent than anything I could ever say. So much more truth in His Word than anything that I could think of. And so I will, today, Jesse, the boy Jesse, and he knew his name. Oh, he, what his name meant. Sorry, of course he knew his name. He knew what his name meant. That's actually quite um, uncommon. I'm surprised by that because I totally love the meanings of everything. <laughs> as, a, as a prophetic people, you know, we'd love to see how he speaks in symbols and names and numbers and colors and things. Um, but he knew what his name meant. And so I just really encouraged him that Jesse means gift of God. Um, but so I said, like, Jesse, I bless you to know the way, the truth, and the life. Which is Jesus. Like, I bless you. To, essentially, I'm saying, I bless you to know Jesus. And he's like, and he's agreeing with me. And then, like, the Holy Spirit today was like, I was, like, shaking under, like, the, the power and, and the anointing. And I said to him, like, you're going to feel like, a, and I could feel it because it hit me in my, in my chest, like, around my house. So you're going to feel like a warmth and, a, and, like, a weightiness in your chest. And he was like, yeah, I can feel it. And so we were both, like, holding hands. And I like, he's shaking, I'm shaking. And it was unreal. But then, like, like I bless you to know the light, um, light unto your feet. Hang on, your words. Lamp, I bless you to know the lamp, a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. Like I'm blessing him to know and encounter the word of God. Like I love that. Like I bless you to know 
like love, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, and blessing him to know the fruit of the Spirit and experience it in his life. Like that's, and that just shifts. Like when you speak the word of God, it totally shifts um, the atmosphere around a person. It's awesome because it's truth. It's living, it's active, sharper than any two-edged sword that man can create. And so it's really important that we know the word of God. And so when, so this is when I'm going to jump back a little bit. Um, when it comes to intimacy, it's really important. It was, it was on my list. I'm like, where is it? Um, scripture, it's really important. And it, actually, it's more than important. It's um, vital for us to know the word of God. And you're in such a blessed culture and community here. Um, and this is an area I want to grow in, um, but ones that really steward the word well. And so the Holy Spirit can bring it up in you while you minister to other people. And it's so powerful. So learn the scriptures. Get them in front of you. Like, look at the Psalms, words of affirmation, words of edification. And it's so... Um, it can so break open the atmosphere over people, but also release a lot of hope to them. And so um, when, and one of the criticisms in the past of, well, not all necessarily in the past, but sometimes people criticize the prophetic because they feel like it's a bit airy-fairy and a bit out there. But if you, bring, if you can bring it back to the word, then there's that solid foundation. And, um, and so when I give a prophetic word, I'm always looking for a scripture to back it up. Always. And what I, I actually learned to pr- um, prophesy in prayer. I love to pray. And I used to find like I would be praying for something and then the Holy Spirit would give me a picture and then he'd give me a scripture and then he'd give me a song to go with it. And all of a sudden, like it's building into this word. And then um, Pastor Catherine just taught, told me like, you just do it for people. I was like, ah. <laughs> And it's awesome. So this, but the scripture and the promises of God that you can declare over people's life and speak over their lives, like I said, um, is, re, is so powerful and, um, and, and, and a necessity. It's vital, I believe, in, in the prophetic. And so you want to make sure that we know our word. And this is a challenge for me too. Because I've found that I know a lot of scripture, but I don't necessarily know their address. So I wanna, that's something I'm working on. So it's really important because then there's integrity in it as well. We're not just like seeing this and hearing that and blowing in and blowing out, but we're rooted and we're grounded in the word of God and, and in truth. And um, so it actually becomes a weapon in your arsenal. And, um, and we want some big guns, some big guns um, in the spirit. We want to shift things and move things and, and bring people and cities and nations into destiny. And um, the prophetic is, is powerful in that. Which is fun. Awesome. How are we going for time? Oh, we're doing good. That's exciting. Okay. I, um, I actually wanted to prophesy over a couple of people. Is that all right? I thought that would be, might be fun. Can I please pray for you? Yes. Yes, you in the orange? Yeah. Would you, or you can stay where you are if you like. Can I come to her? Will that be okay with the speakers? Okay, you can come to me. It's going to be fun. Hi, I'm Sarah. Hello, I'm Colette. Colette, oh, you're beautiful. Thank you. I saw your dress and I just heard the song like, I've got sunshine on a cloudy day. <laughs> and I feel like that's what the Father feels about you when he sees you, Colette. You're like this ray of sunshine. Yeah, you're a gift to the Father on earth. Yeah, you're like your, his, you know, we, we speak about like make Christ receive the reward of his suffering. You're his reward. 
your his reward on the earth. And I see that um, you're coming into such a season of fruitfulness, and I see that you're one that you've really, um, like you've um, pioneered and you've, like, you've worked the ground and you've been faithful in building and planting, and I really sense that it's harvest time for you, and things have been in seed form, and it feels like a really long time, and it's almost like you've been waiting for the rain. Like, if, like I see, like, like even um, when Elijah sent out his servant to look for the rain, and, and he saw the si- a cloud the size of a man's hand, and I feel like you've seen the cloud, and you've known the promises, and so it's like God's pleasure, yeah, to send the rain on your promise, and to send the rain on your destiny, and awesome. And so, no, that's okay. You're, you're so fine. So, yeah, we just bless you, Colette. That's awesome. Is that okay? Okay. <laughs> awesome. That's so great. So, great. can I pray for you, Carter? Is that okay? Yay, Carter. I love to, what I love about the prophetic <laughs> is um, I love hearing um, listening to other people's prophetic words, the words they receive, because it calls things that are not as though they are, as though they were, over people. And so, like, you get to celebrate, like, what God says about them. And so in our school of the prophets, and we can do it here as well, um, we celebrate each person, especially when they're receiving their word. So if you feel like, yes, that's an awesome word. I love that about Carter. I see that for Carter. Like, feel free to express yourself in that way. And, um, and also one thing that Mama Catherine also says, which is really powerful, is, you know, when the angel came to Mary and prophesied about Jesus coming, she said, you know, I'm the Lord's maid willing to serve. Let it be unto me, just as you say, let it be unto me according to your word. So if you hear a prophetic word and you think, whoa, I really resonate with that. Or, oh, wow, I want the manifestation of that in my life. You can say, let it be unto me according to your word. And you can take it for yourself. You can receive it for yourself. So you can like get a prophetic word all the time. It's awesome. It's exciting. So if you hear something um, about Carter and you champion that in her, but you also feel like, wow, God, I feel like that, that word resonates for me or a part of that. You just say, yes, be unto me. And you can receive it too. Is that cool? I think that's awesome. I love that. And often you'll see when um, Pastor Catherine speaks, that like you'll see people like doing this. Like, because they're grabbing it. You know, be unto me. Be unto me according to your word. So it's so great. So she talks about, like, the mir- at our church, she'll talk about the miracles, and you'll see, like, people doing this. But then sometimes, I love it, you'll see this. One person did it So you, like, get hungry. You can have it. It's awesome. So why don't you come? You're outside. That's really great. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> okay, well, so what I actually saw over you, Carter, is that there's like a, there's a portal opening up over you, and like there's a, well, there's like a whirlwind just that, that's operating over you, and, um, and I actually see like it's like, uh, uh, wow, I'm just seeing a lot. <laughs> so it's just like the, like the, a cyclone about to make touchdown, 
Like I feel like there's this whirlwind that's been operating over you and it's of his glory and of his goodness and his kindness and you're experiencing it, but it's like it's about to hit the planet. <laughs> Whoa. And it's about to touch you and touch the people around you. And I feel like this is such a season of increased growth for you. And I actually feel like, wow, like it's actually like going to like turn you over and spit you out in the most wonderful way. And it's actually going to cause you to run like you've never run before. And I actually feel like him setting your feet ablaze. Yeah, and it's that gift of evangelism over your life. It's even increasing tonight in Jesus' name. And I even do see like you, like he's a call. Um, uh, well, there's a call to this nation. There's a call to the nation. And I see you like moving across the Northern Territory, but like coastline to coastline and even unto the nations. And I sense like you're one that, um, oh, wow, yes. I love you. You're one that understands the days that we live in, such significant days. And my prayer is often, God, cause me to be a person who understands the days we've been entrusted with. And I thank you, God, for this beautiful girl, the maturity that understands the days, the times and seasons, like the sons of Issachar. So yeah, we just bless that in her, God. We bless that in her. Yeah, and I thank you, Lord, that you cause all her plans to succeed. Like, I just feel like him saying, like, in your obedience, you will always prosper. In your obedience, you'll like you don't need to be concerned whether it's like a good idea or whether this will work out. You just obey, and as you obey, he'll do like a great and mighty thing um, among you, like in and through you. Yeah, you're amazing. Like if you like, you can look and you can look and you can look. Because <laughs> um, like, I can see a lot over you, but yeah. So God, we just celebrate all that that's within her, and we like say. I just wanted to declare over you, Carter, that we love you. Carter, we are so for you. Carter, we're on your side and we want you to see you advance. We want you to advance the kingdom of God. And we don't love you for what you can bring. We love you, although we celebrate that, but we love you for who you are. And we do, and we, we acknowledge you as a vital member of this family. We've, we acknowledge you as a vital member of the body. Yeah, and we rejoice. <laughs> And we rejoice over you. And so, God, yeah, I just thank you, Lord, for that spirit of fun that you've given her. I thank you that you thought Disneyland was the happiest place on earth. It's actually heaven. Heaven's the happiest place on earth. I thank you the righteous, the kingdom is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. And we release that over her in bucket loads tonight. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Woo! Is that exciting? And so did that resonate with you? No, I'm not, I'm not, trying, I'm not trying to be smart. I, I'm, I'm not because generally, um, like I know that she's responding, but it's because I'm saying like, God, she, like you wrote a book about her. And often the prophetic will just re- reveal to people what the Holy Spirit has shown them. And so that's why I asked like, does that resonate with you? Yeah, because that kind of, and that sort of response tells you that it does. Um, obviously, but, um, but, but I still like to weigh in and check in and I'm okay to, to get it wrong. Honestly, like I don't mind. And, um, and even I'll be really transparent the other day and Pastor Catherine, oh, she teaches this so well. Um, she, she talks about the need for our filters to be clean. It's so important as prophetic people who are typically more sensitive or pick up on things like all the feels, like she was saying, like, I feel what you're feeling. I feel what I'm feeling. I feel, feel what you're feeling like and, and what um, the person who was here yesterday was feeling while they were in here. <clears throat> so you're feeling all the feels. 
Yeah. <laughs> and so if we're not careful, we can filter what we're hearing from God through our experiences and what we're feeling and what we've looked at and what we've listened to. And so I used to feel, um, I don't apologize for it anymore, but I used to feel really bad because I just can't, I just can't watch anything past a PG movie. And it's not because, like, I, at for, cause for a while I was like, God, am I afraid? Like, I don't want to be afraid of anything. And then I realized, like, oh, no, like, I'm just prophetic. Like, I'm just sensitive. And you pick up on the spirit behind things. And so, um, and we want to feast on truth. We want to feast on things that are beautiful and lovely and of good report. If they have any virtue, if they are praiseworthy, think on these things. I don't want to think about um, the immorality in the movie I just watched before I, went to be- before I go to bed. Like, I want to feast on truth before I go to bed. And so then in the night when my spirit is awake and communing with God, that's what I'm going to encounter and that's what I'm filtering him through as well, not like rubbish that I just saw, you know? So that's just a side note. So it's really important. Um, Oh, it's not a side note. It's vital, isn't it? Um, uh, That we're... That that we have clean filters. And even when it comes to words, um, because often you have... We have symbolism that you can think typically means this, typically means that. So often people will say like a car like represents a ministry or your calling, your destiny. So if someone, if I see your car or if I dream about a car, if I'm driving a, a car or if I'm in a car and the Holy Spirit's driving, like that's even better. Like he's, he's driving my destiny, you know? Um, and so sometimes we can just, well, like if we're not careful, we can just go there. Like, we can just think, oh, that just means that. And so I was in um, a scenario, a couple of, I learned so much. Um, I glory seated on Friday night a couple of weeks ago. And, yeah, it was two weeks ago. And I got this word, like, does the name Skippy mean anything to anybody? And a couple of girls were like, yeah, that's my nickname. I was like, awesome, come out. I feel like I should pray for you. Um, but it, the way, like, <laughs> I tend to operate, I'm like, Skippy, skipping over nations. Like that's, like, like, that's the Australian spirit, the spirit of revival, you know, the great awakening. She's going to take it to the nation. So that's just what I ought, like, I just went there. Anyway, so I start prophesying this, and as soon as it came out of my mouth, I was like, I just knew, I was like, that's not right. That's not it. And I actually took, I gave the microphone back. And I just said to her, back to Mama Kay, she's very gracious. I was like, oh, I'm done. Um, and I said to her, does any of that resonate with you? And I knew it didn't. <laughs> And she just said, no. And I said, no, that's okay. And, and, you know, and she's like, oh, no, sorry. I was like, don't apologize. <laughs> um, so I just said to her, so I just said, just give me a second. And I just said, Holy Spirit, you know, what are you, what are you saying? And I said, oh, what about this, this, and this? And she said, yes, yeah, that's it. And so even, you know, with the best intentions, even, you know, we can, you know, don't, you don't want to have a tendency to just presume um, that's something that always means, like, that blue, to me, like, I just go, that's the cover of Re- color of Revelation. But, like, what if today, like, it's, like, the Holy Spirit, well, who is also Revelation, <laughs> Revelation. But, but what if it means something different today? And being open to that and not just presume, um, based on our experiences, that it means a certain thing. Um, I think that's really just something just to consider and to remember. Yeah, cool. So... Um, does is everyone like? Does that resonate with everybody? <laughs> does that resonate? That's awesome. And like I mentioned, practice, practice, practice. We're going to get into some activations, and this is why we do activations because we want to practice in a safe place. 
And this is a very safe place. Pra- um, prophesying with your friends is the best thing in the world. It's so great. I love it when you're, because you're with people who are so for you and you're with people who will, who can say like, um, they forgive you, you know, like they don't mind. It's okay. And we all learn together and it's awesome. And so you don't need to be afraid. Like, please don't be concerned about, oh, what if I hear wrong or if, you know, no, don't even worry about it. Just go for gold. And he, and he's really good and he'll, and he'll come through. Um, so tonight we're just going to practice a couple of the things I talked about. Um, the first thing was intimacy. Um, I'm giving Mark like the, the music, Mr. Music, please. Um, we're just going to take like a good 10 to 15 minutes and actually practice like intimacy with the Father. And, um, and ask him to speak to us, ask him to, sh- to um, show us things. And so, <clears throat> in particular, I mean, hmm, Holy Spirit, we'll let him speak to us first, just whatever he wants to do. He might, you know, take you into a vision. He might speak a word of encouragement over you. Whatever it is, we're just going to um, engage with the Holy Spirit, engage with the Father, and let him speak to you. And, um, and then after that, we're actually going to do some more um, practical, I say, well, that's, this is the most practical thing you can do is with him, but um, we're actually going to uh, hear a couple of specific things, similar, same, same, but different to last night. Does that sound okay? Awesome. Okay. Thank you, Mr. Mark. So if you guys want to get comfortable, you don't have to stay in your chairs if you don't want to. Um, feel free. Um, there looks like there's comfy places um, so if you, if you want to um, spread out, you can. If you want to stay where you are, you're more than welcome to do so.
Thank you, Holy Spirit. You can stay where you are if you like. Actually, stay where you are. That's fine. I mean, even you can sort of, if you want to keep the music on, that'd be fine. Tonight, we're actually, for our activation, the reason you can stay where you are is because we're just going to ask God to speak to us directly. So I thought that'd be fun. So, but, so there's, but similarly to last night, we're going to ask him for particular, to show us particular things. So just in that attitude of receiving, and we'll take a couple of minutes on, on each, but I want you, and he might have already given you one if he has asked for another, but I want you to ask him for a scripture for you, for this season or, or even for tomorrow. But ask him for a scripture, ask him to speak to your heart from the word. And actually let him minister it to you, like the truth and, and the weight of his love and what he's speaking. Actually let that minister to your heart. You can take it personally. Awesome. How's everybody doing? Doing good? Yes? A couple of nods. Awesome. Good. Now I'd love you to ask him for 
a word. <laughs> One word. And then let him speak to you further, if you'd like. So the word is like the trigger or the doorway to something else that he wants to say. So ask him for a specific word and how he wants to minister it to your life. This is just practicing hearing the voice of God. Thank you, Father. He's so good, isn't he? He's always speaking, always. He always has something wonderful to say about you. And you can do this anytime you want. My favorite thing about work was, you know, having times where you just could slip away and just take a moment, maybe if you're getting like a water break or going to the bathroom or answering the phone and then putting it down, just taking a moment, saying, Holy Spirit, what are you saying? What are you doing right now? What can I partner with in the earth? What are you releasing? It's awesome. He's so faithful. You can do it. You know, that's just constant communion. 
Um, so it's beautiful. Who found, just out of interest, that there, the word he gave to you related to the scripture that he gave to you? Did anyone, or did a few find that? Yeah, so he's painting a picture. Isn't it beautiful? I love it. So I'm excited now for the final thing we're going to ask him to give us tonight for ourselves um, is um, a song. A song. He speaks to me so much through music. It, not necess- it may not necessarily... Pastor Catherine says that her life is a musical and that the Holy Spirit speaks to her so much through song. But I often find, I call it like my song of the day. He gives me a song every day. And so ask him for a song tonight. It doesn't have to be a Christian one. It's okay. My favorite times is when he sings happy birthday to me. Because he's like, every day I'm celebrating you. I'm celebrating you're alive. Celebrating your life. It's awesome. So... Yeah, go for that. Ask Holy Spirit for a song for you. For you. Who enjoyed their song? Yes? Oh, awesome. Me too. He's such a crack up, right? Like 90% of the things that he says is funny. Like (laughs) all the time. He's the best dad ever. And just, you know, he's life. He's the essence of life and life in abundance. Awesome. We can probably turn the lights back on if you like. Um, so who feels like that they got a bit, like the Holy Spirit painted a picture for them tonight? Isn't that beautiful? Through that, the time that we set aside, like, Father, would you speak to me? Um, through that intimate time of intimacy that we had, and then asking him specifically, will you show me... Um, we ask. Would you give me a scripture? Would you give me a word? Would you give me a song? And then very quickly, we have this beautiful picture of something that he's speaking to us and that we can engage with and take home as like a, wow, you know, God's saying this to me. This is a word over my life. It's, I find that so exciting and so encouraging. Does, do people feel encouraged? Yes, because that's just who he is. And that's the beautiful thing about the prophetic. A great encouraging word is just everything's going to be all right. That's a prophetic word. Did you know that? Like you'll prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. Everything's going to be all right. And if that's all that someone needs to hear, then that's the best word ever from the best dad ever. So I think that 
wraps us up for tonight. Thank you all so much for coming. I know our activation was a little bit different, but what you just did then, you can do for other people while you're prophesying. In a moment, you can get that for them and paint that picture. And all of a sudden, people have um, multiple ways that God has spoken to them and go home like equipped for their season. And that's the beautiful thing um, in the edification and exhortation of the prophetic. Awesome. I bless you to know the way, the truth, and the life as you go home tonight. Thank you for coming. We'll see you. Oh, Pastor Mark. I passed a mic to Pastor Mark. <laughs>